welcome to a new podcast called The Divisit. I'm Father Dave Callahan from the Missionaries of God's Love. For about eight years, I worked training young men in the Missionaries of God's Love, Navishit, taking them through a very intensive program of spiritual formation, but also psychological development, emotional development, and ministry training, with the idea of setting the strong foundations for a life of holiness and mission in the world. At the same time, I was working with a lot of lay people and particularly with married couples. And I became so aware that as a church, we have failed lay people. We talk about the great vocations of the church being priesthood, consecrated life, single life, and marriage. But when you look at the level of training that is given to help people live their vocation, we start to realize that the lay vocation is neglected. The average religious brother or sister is going to go through many years of very intense training. A priest will study for anywhere between 7 to 14 years, depending on if he's a part of a religious order. And yet the average lay person steps into their vocation with no formal training, They'll step into marriage with maybe a few months preparation if they're lucky. They get a couple of years to prepare themselves before kids arrive and then suddenly they have to be experts. And they're thrown into a world where they're expected to be on mission and yet no one has told them what their mission is meant to look like or how they're meant to do it, let alone provide any training for that. And more and more, as these years went on, I started to think we need a novitiate for lay people. There needs to be some way of training lay people in the principles of the spiritual tradition, the principles of the faith, but in a way that translates that into the reality of living in the world. You see, because the average religious lives in this very rarefied environment. You know, when you think of Gregorian chant and incense and the beautiful sanctity and peace of a chapel as they pray in the mornings before the Blessed Sacrament, for the average layperson, that is impossible. The closest they get to Gregorian chant is the screaming baby at 2 a.m. The closest they get to the beautiful sanctified smell of incense is a dirty nappy. And the idea of having peace and quiet, that's not going to be possible till you're tired. Maybe. So how do we take these principles of prayer, these principles of mission, and find a way that they actually correlate into the life of the world? Sometimes people suggest that we need a whole new spirituality for lay people. I want to suggest that actually we can take the great teachings of the spiritual masters and find a way that they actually speak powerfully into marriage. You know, when you look at the profound mystical writings of St. John of the Cross and his understanding of entering into the very depths of prayer, the more that I read this, the more I think that these principles apply perfectly to the journey into marriage. How a person devotes their whole life to delving into the depths of the mystery of love. 
John of the Cross can point the way to a very powerful and rich married life. In the same way, when you start to look at the, the journey of spiritual interior purification, the writings of someone like Ignatius Loyola about discernment of spirits, this is not just some spiritual fancy that, you know, to entertain those who've got nothing better to do. This is something which can actually help you understand major decisions in the workplace. This is something which can help you navigate the complex conflicts of your marriage. So my hope here is to try and just present a very simple input because I know the average layperson doesn't have a lot of spare time. Just to try and give some basic principles and how these can be taken into your day to help you reflect a little bit differently on your faith so that your journey of relationship with Jesus is not just about Sundays, but every day you can realize that the gospel is speaking to you and helping you to improve your relationship with your spouse, helping you to communicate with your kids and helping you to deal with your own mess, to go through that journey of healing through an encounter with Jesus so that you can then go onto a journey of mission and share that journey of healing with those around you. The Second Vatican Council was very strong about the fact that holiness is for everybody. For many centuries, the church had lived under this idea that holiness was for the priests and the religious, and everybody else just had to hope that God was merciful. Now, that's probably a a gross simplification of thousands of years of history. But I think in the common understanding, that's the way people would think of it. If you want to become holy, you pursue a religious vocation. If you want to just get by, you live in the world. Having worked with many young men over the years in helping them to discern their vocations, I'd have to say that that is a fairly common understanding. I've met so many young men who have experienced within themselves a calling to holiness and they've just assumed that meant they were called to be a priest or a brother. As they've gone through that journey of the novitiate and they've started to realize that holiness is possible for everybody in every state of life, that becomes the moment when they realize that actually their vocation is in the world. But this is a message we need to proclaim from the rooftops. This is a message we need to shout out to every layperson that you are meant to be a saint. If you look at your life and think sainthood is not possible, you're selling yourself short. As one, I forget the name of the author, but a great author once said, the greatest tragedy in life is to not become a saint because that is what you are made for. You are made for union with God. You are made for a life of holiness where your life reflects the very image of God who is love. And that's, that's the goal of married life. That's the goal of life working in the world, that your life would be shaped and molded into the very likeness of love, to be the presence of God wherever you walk. From my experience of asking people about whether they want to become saints, the number one reason why people say no is because their image of sainthood is so messed up. We have this idea of saints being 
otherworldly or just plain boring. And they, the average layperson can't see how that can work with marriage and family. You know, how can you live a life with your head in the clouds when you have to be paying the mortgage, when you have to be entertaining the kids, and when you've got to try and keep your marriage full of spontaneity in life? The idea of spending hours in church praying the rosary and meditating on scripture just doesn't seem to work. But this is where our understanding of holiness is all wrong. It's not about doing great things. It's about becoming great lovers, allowing your heart to be transformed into love and healed of everything which stops you from loving. And this is why I'm convinced that the great saints are the ones who are going to have the best families and the best marriages. It's exactly what you're looking for. Holiness is what we have to be proclaiming for every person. When the Second Vatican Council proclaimed boldly that holiness was for everybody, it's not only for the priests and the religious, but every lay person is meant to become a saint. Pope John Paul II took up this, trying to show this very visibly by canonizing lay saints. And I, I believe he, he asked the congregation that works for the canonization of saints, and he said to them, I want you to search the world to find ordinary lay people who showed a life of holiness was possible in the ordinary everyday life. And by canonizing these people, he was trying to say a very powerful message to you personally that you can become a saint. Whether you are actively involved in mission or whether you are just working in an ordinary job in the world, holiness is possible and it is for you. This is the basic direction this podcast is going. As I said, I'm going to try and keep every episode as short as possible and try and give you just something very quick, very punchy that you can meditate on during the day and start to think differently about your journey of faith and how you can apply this in the world. So I hope you can join me on this journey into the novitiate, an intense time of study and formation, but done in a way that's going to work for you in your own way of life. Thanks, and I hope you can join me for the second episode. <laughs>